Hey everybody, I'm back. Um, I definitely had to take a wait, um, a break for a while because some stuff came up and I didn't really feel comfortable talking about it. I'm still not feeling comfortable talking about it, but I'm going to push through. Um, being single now definitely has enlightened me in some kind of way you know there's like this sense of drive that I haven't had before um I've got a lot I, I wouldn't even say a lot I've got some form of my shit together um I've been searching for vaccine bookings um based off of my job and certain appointments uh excuse me for being out of breath I just worked out for like a a bit and still trying to catch my breath um what else have I been doing? I've just been doing a lot of school work for school and trying to figure out like what I should do at the moment for my papers, uh, ranging from uh, paper working on the Mafia and the Teamsters and um, like the Kennedys to a paper about drones and Iraq and then at, like my animation class. I had to do, like, this flower sack exercise, which is pretty interesting. But, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's challenging. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm liking where I'm going with it. And I like that I'm doing this challenge on my own for the most part, besides talking to the spare amount of friends I've had or have and then my family um getting the support I need emotionally from some of my friends and especially like when I'm in dire need but with everything going on I've realized that being single has um made me want to improve on myself and just be there for others because as lonely as I feel right now I know there's a group of people out there that's feeling lonely if not lonelier than I am right now and if I can make a difference in some kind of way uh, it would mean a lot so because I know that feeling I'm, I'm feeling that um, and it sucks. It does suck. Especially with different angles and different emotions coming up and different feelings and frustrations and trying to help my sister with her own depression and suicidal thoughts, my grandfather being sick. 
uh, my relationship over. I'm trying to gain new friends and hold on to the friendships I have and keeping touch. Um, looking for a good career while maintaining and organizing a job that I can build off of, build off of based off of like what I already have. And hopefully developing a career path that suits me or that can be deemed suitable in my career path as an illustrator or as an artist. Um, especially the mentorship. My school has given me the opportunity to try and mentor freshman incoming students, which I think would be amazing because I have teaching background and uh, has worked with kids and children and all kinds of stuff like that as a counselor or like a healthcare worker I I think I have a good enough experience to work with people a little younger than me and give like a some input and advice on what they should do what they should take into consideration as an artist and as a person on organizing their portfolio and how they work on to their senior projects and how they can go on a career path that can differ from mine and be beneficial in the process. Um, even talking about this right now has helped me like get some thoughts out and um, get some good vibes in. And um, I feel like that could be a good launching pad into um, a job where I can teach art or maybe some form of education, I don't know. Because many people have told me that I can be a good teacher and I'm very patient, I can socialize with them and work on art and just like give them the benefit of being a very creative person without being held back by a certain style or the way they perceive it or like their work ethic like I want them to be fully in their element where there were times where I felt like I wasn't in my element or I didn't have the media I needed because I felt like I was broke or didn't feel comfortable buying the supplies or providing certain things that I wanted to put into the artwork because it could be deemed inappropriate um there's a lot of things that are involved with stuff like that. Especially when you're not in the mood to paint or draw or anything. Like, I know that could be very effective in um, pushing your art back from being its, like, good potential. Excuse me. Just taking a sip of water because I haven't been talking this much in a while. Um, I like the, the, there's so much potential with what I can do with that, and I feel like it could be really, really good for me as like a therapeutic process because there's a really good feeling that I get from teaching people and giving advice and having that feeling of appreciation towards myself and like the other person 
it doesn't matter what age like i've I've helped teach people older than me i've taught people younger than me but the the action itself of giving knowledge and having that passed down to another person is just like it's priceless like every person before me or every ancestor before me it's like it's the same thing just passing down that knowledge and respect and that human element of just taking on the task and new responsibility of learning something new so you can teach the next generations to come that shit's priceless I think that's awesome I also think it's awesome that I'm not like cursing as much especially like in the previous podcast I definitely curse a little more than usual but I think it's cool that I'm cleaning it up a little bit so it's a little more presentable to an audience that can listen to it and have a little ease and not as much parental guidance around I guess I don't know what else is on my mind my skin is fucking ashy right now gotta like get more cocoa butter and or some kind of shea butter cause this old this fucking northeast weather is not forgiving it's a goddamn nor'easter right now and it's just like fucking well there goes the cursing thing going down the drain um it's just like so all over the place yeah I I didn't have like the, the greatest day today it had its ups and downs. I didn't feel as motivated to get shit done as usual. The last few days I've been like getting paperwork done and searching online for booking appointments for the COVID vaccine and getting stuff organized for my projects and doing my animations and some of it I just didn't feel like doing today. I did whatever chapters I could for my Iraq and Pakistan class with the drones. I just read a few chapters, but um, actually a few pages because, like, the, the chapter I'm on is like at least 50, 55 pages long, which is pretty long for a chapter just for notes, especially like how long it takes for me to do some notes and carefully analyze the paper, the paperwork, I should say, and like the, the reading, especially for how dense it is, and it's like all over the place with, like, everything that goes on with, like, terrorism, like, Middle East and all that kind of stuff. Um, I'm, like, not that knowledgeable about that stuff, so, I mean, that's why I'm taking the class. Um, don't mind me scratching myself, like, but, or the fucking plow that's moving by my house. Um... I don't know if you can hear the really shitty charger that's in the background. Take that off for a second so maybe it doesn't sound like anything. Um, I lost track of my thought. But yeah, it's like it was an okay day. I I discussed with myself about like what I'm gonna do career wise and like set up goals and 
I even wrote a huge, like, um, page on my notes in my phone of, like, every goal I hope to accomplish this year, like, in coming years, whether it's, like, get a car or get my own place or get a good stable job, like, it, it's, like, ranging all through there and trying to click off stuff and then like I get the smaller stuff at the bottom and you know just build off of it and see like where I can go from there um I've been struggling with my weight yeah with being single now there's definitely like this depression sometimes or blankness that comes with it and sometimes in those moments I would go for days just not eating or sometimes starving myself or eating a single meal but then I'll get happy sometimes and um, eat maybe two meals just skip breakfast that's kind of like my thing now is just to skip breakfast because that's what I used to do at school and like it helped me lose weight but sometimes like I don't eat at all like what happened today is like I didn't really eat that much but I ate two muffins in the morning two pumpkin muffins which kind of like started it because like previous days before I didn't eat that much just one meal and I ate these pumpkin muffins and then I'm like oh I I do kind of like these flavors and I think it made me appreciate a little more food than usual and then I I fell off the deep end and found thin mint cookies and then I ate those and then I was like oh god I'm like digging in even after I brushed my teeth I just like kept eating and binging for a bit so I'm not I wouldn't be surprised to look on the scale tomorrow and to see that my weight fluctuated tonight so but that's it's no biggie um I'm not trying to make a huge deal out of it because if I do, it's not really going to help me either way because I'm going to gain the weight. But I do hope to get enough sleep after this so I can maybe put it down a little bit just with um, the process of my body processing the food and the sugars and the amount of shit I just ate. Um... But yeah, there's aspects of, like, my life that are just, like, randomly drifting through dating sites or random chat rooms just to talk and see where it goes, but it doesn't really go anywhere, and I'm glad it doesn't go anywhere because it just, like, it makes me appreciate, like, what I had before and um uh I don't know where I was going with that but like it just it makes me appreciate like what I had before and what I can do now with just loving myself and taking what I need to set the record straight and do what I need to do to get my goals achieved by any cost 
whether it means sacrificing some money that I I, I really don't want to give up, but it's it's a, an investment that I should take and risk. Um, and I'd rather risk it all for my own glory and investing in something that could be potentially like life-saving financially, emotionally, physically, like maybe spiritually, I don't know. Like even when I was depressed like a week or so ago, there was like a moment where I felt like Jesus, what the fuck is that sound? That awful sound. Is that a plow? Oh my god. That's awful. Jesus. Sorry about that. Just like it was so creepy. It sounded like fucking Freddy Krueger was outside my window. Is it gone? Yeah. It's gone, yeah. That was really creepy. Sorry about that. Um I I lost so track of my thought because I got worried. Um now I'm just rolling over. <laughs> If you can't tell, I'm just, like, recording this on my phone. But, yeah, I just, I know what I'm doing is the right thing to do, and I needed space, and that's what I got, but now it's just a matter of getting used to things and reconfiguring everything and rebooting the system being alone the last time I was like really fully alone was like when I was I believe 16 17 because by the time of my junior year I got my first technical like girlfriend that only like lasted maybe like two months before it ended but um, yeah, that's like the first time I'm like fully, fully single. I mean, besides the previous relationship I had before this, I had like a few months period and then I met, um, someone else and yeah, I, but now that like that's gone for like the the time being I guess I don't know it's it's more complicated than what can be listed on paper but I won't go into details of that because it's a private matter and I just want to respect for the both parties like between the both of us um just shit didn't work out and Maybe it will one day, maybe it won't, but I'm not really having expectations on paper. Anyways, I just, I just know, like, what I did was hard, but I, I did the right thing.
the just to focus on myself and maybe not maybe will build upon and do the right thing for myself and get my shit organized, lose weight and get a job and make my grandfather proud whether he's gonna live to see it or not and graduate and hold up his legacy for him you know because he really did a lot for me along with my aunt and my father and I just it's a complicated process the way life is and the the more I'm getting closer day by day to an older year or older age I understand now but still I don't which I'm okay with because it's all a process and I'm just glad that as time goes by it does heal and um but it really does take a while Jesus I hate fucking Outlook the lights on my phone when I want it just to shut off thank you Jesus Now I'm just laying in bed and relaxing any way I can. What else was I up to? Oh, I saw One Night in Miami with the um, the movie about, like, Malcolm X and Muhammad Ali and um, something brown, I forget, the football player. Um, I think he played... ironically the Cleveland Browns or someone like it was an old NFL team and then there is Sam Cooke the singer and the movie was like okay but from what I remember cause like it like I don't know it just Jesus Christ it's fucking Plows. But the, the the movie itself I thought was intriguing, but like I, I um I, I still can't tell if it was like historical fiction or actually factual because I don't know like how many liberties they took with the film and putting these like really iconic people together. I knew that they were all alive around the same time, but I never, I, I still, I, whenever I try to research it, like, I, sometimes there's, like, a mix of, oh, it's true, or if it's not, but the movie itself, like, based off of my review, I think it could have been done better, I feel like, the stationary placement of just inside the hotel room kind of like um, made it boring sometimes. Like I, I was very in and out of it in the in the movie. Um, I think the actors did a good job playing the characters that they were assigned. I just feel like some of the writing was a little off. Um, 
or like the way the screenplay was played the the roof scene I didn't mind I liked the roof scene it like gave perspective on the characters um I like the dynamic between Sam Cooke and Malcolm and like you get to see some background on them and you get to see how Brown and Ali like talk about like how athletes can implement their beliefs within the um like their careers as sports whether it was Brown leaving sports to go into the military for Vietnam or like or no it was I think just acting I think it was acting I think the the reason why I mixed that up is because like it, at the time there was the Vietnam War but there was a scene in the movie where like he gets up from a table and like says he retires from the sport and puts on an army helmet but I think it's just like he's acting in a military movie um, and then like the the whole night it takes place on is like the night before Cassius Clay who is Muhammad Ali takes the name of Muhammad Ali and like um takes upon himself like the role as like a a follower of Allah and like Islam as a Muslim um so he like talks about the the spiritual aspects of himself and like how he's doubting himself a little bit for like the first time and like really admitting it to people because you know he's like just like the the top dog he he always says he's like the greatest of all time but he's nervous about this like big fight that's coming up and um just like cherishing like the moments that he has of like victory and he he doesn't know if like this spiritual side of him will be enough to take on the task of the new fight that's up ahead um sam cook has like moments where he talks about the the racial divide of like a celebrity and like him using his voice um to do the right thing but like having complications of like what is a white voice in music to a black man compared to his message to his own community as an african-american and understanding like how he can project their voice into his words and um, maintaining this role as a black celebrity in a time where they were not wanted or weren't appreciated even by today's standards but back then even more so so it like it brings a lot to the table and like I love that they brought those aspects into the film but I feel like there there was a lot of missteps with um some of like the screenplay and writing I don't I don't know like it's not a movie I probably would watch again um, just because I was so in and out of it, um, I feel like the guy who, who did Malcolm was okay, um, not by any standards of, like, Denzel playing, like, the, the Malcolm X movie with, like, Spike Lee, but 
I think for like what he did for the role in mind for the character, I think he did an okay job at it, but I feel like some of the scenes felt weak with him. Um I feel like the guy who played Muhammad Ali was fucking awesome. Like he really captured like that energy and like that sensitive side that he could have with himself and um knowing like everything like as he got older like how he just got more sensitive and like trying to cope with his own like ideas and like his illnesses so I think he did an amazing job as Cassius Clay slash Muhammad Ali um the guy who played Brown was really good uh he got like that foot the football built and like got this attitude where he even like the opening scene where you like get to meet him like um meet a I I forget the relation of Brown and this white guy who who he talks to it's an older gentleman um that he knew as a kid I don't know if like I I I was so in and out of like just trying to get used to the film I kind of forget, but I know he had a conversation with him, and the guy offers him lemonade, they talk for a bit, and, like, catch up on things, and they have a good intimate moment, they handshake, and, um, he, he hears that, like, the guy's daughter is having a hard time, like, carrying furniture in, and he's, then Brown offers to help, but, like, the white guy just says, like, insert n-word here aren't like allowed in the house so he gets you can visibly see that brown is fucking mad which you know in all he has all right to be fucking mad like the way he said it to him after a really good conversation and even then like he's still not appreciated so like it gives you like this understanding of like this fucking rage that like builds up within him and his character and most black men that were like dealing that shit even people who semi think that they care about you don't fucking care because all they saw was your skin color at the end of the day um especially for white guys in the self it's just like the way they just treat the sh- like treat like black people was just so fucking wrong um, but yeah, I, overall, I probably would give the film maybe like a, th- I don't know, it, it, it's ranging from like 2.8 to like a 3, meh, I don't know, I, I, I want to give it a 3, but I probably would give it like a 2.8, to be fair, like I, I feel like the movie could have been a little better. The, the I don't know, like the the cinematography was awesome. I liked the way the camera was rolling, and I feel like they did a good job with that. But I don't know. There was just like there wasn't anything that was clicking me. Other than like the the performances by the actors and the actresses that were in it. Um. Yeah, and I I feel like. Some of that stationary stuff definitely got boring, but um, I do like the moments where, like, you got to see Malcolm talk to his wife and, like, 
especially in like in the near end of the film like he has this constant constant paranoia of being followed and how he's afraid for his life and his family's life and you get to see like his house go on fire and like this build up towards like you know how it ends with him being assassinated but you just get to see like a step into his and like step into his world of like just never ever being able to feel like you can breathe at all costs and have like this importance and this figure and people's lives it, like it's just like I can't, my mind can't even wrap around how he felt just trying to keep his family safe and himself safe with providing a lot of hope to a lot of black people and within the black power movement and within the Muslim community and like Islam and even though he had and I I forget what year this movie takes place it has to be before 65 because Malcolm dies in 65 but um, I think it takes place in 63 or 64 um it has to um but yeah it, even the ending and like you get to see these characters part ways with like this understanding for each other that they took from having conversations and arguing with each other through the movie and like who's doing more for their community and are they doing what's right for the community or could they do more and provide a new voice and they they all have like their own understanding that like they have to do what they have to do in every way they can possible and everyone has their own respectful way of going about their ways and what they want to do and what they can do to help their own communities out whether it's Sam Cooke being a record owner or like um, an owner of like a record company in helping black men and black artists like just come out into the scene and go out the way and Brown and Ali inspiring um, people just to in Ali's case like transition to another religious phase and without having to feel guilt or like this kind of shame that happens between like the Abrahamic religion sometimes um and Brown like just going where he wanted to go with acting because he felt like that was a nice change of pace and the NFL wasn't really appreciating him and his like his salary and um and then Malcolm just doing everything he can to really give hope and this understanding that change would be coming whether he was alive or not for his family and the people around him that were supporting him so I feel like the movie did a good job of being showing these men like in these courageous acts and um even like some of the side characters giving like um supporting roles like the security guards with Malcolm you get to see like them being protective but also having their own disbeliefs and their own doubts and seeing like 
people spying on him and like Malcolm's life it just like it gives you like this spiraling like weird feeling that Malcolm lived with till the day he died sadly and it really gives more potency when you see like the letters on the screen at the end like demonstrating like Malcolm would be assassinated like only a few years later so it puts that night into more perspective of like what this night did for them whether it was fictional or not I think they it's crucial to make a movie like this especially with everything that happened with George Floyd and Trayvon Martin and Breonna Taylor and so many people that just died for no fucking reason at all and it's just sad to see that families would have to have their loved ones taken away by police brutality or any means of like wrong arrest and like it's fucked up to just even think about or see on paper or even in videos on Instagram like I will always have the George Floyd video ingrained in my mind the same way my dad had to watch Rodney King when the riots happen and everything like that my thing now will be George Floyd and Breonna Taylor's video footage and the poor man who got shot in the McDonald's parking lot I for, forgive me like I, I forget his name but seeing those videos and just seeing how distraught everyone was and it's it's fucked up it's, it's so fucked up because it shouldn't be like this and I hope there's just better training and like better things in the future because after the pandemic like I can't I can't picture myself watching shit like that again and and I'm not even black or a person of color and like I can't even get to that perspective and say that in that way but Jesus man it's it's so much to watch um and I hope we like take the right measures we need to get in the right direction even with Biden as president, I, I really hope there's something going good. I'm just glad fucking Trump is gone, because I can't stand that fuck. Um, I hope the direction we're going is going to be in the right direction. But we'll have to see in a few years and see how this year goes and... just we'll figure it out as time progresses <sighs> it's nice to talk again on this hitting the 39 minute mark mm. what else to talk about um I journaled for a bit I did stuff like that um been trying to open up more to my sister and have more of a bond and connect with her more and help her get through her own depression because seeing her go through that it hurts me a lot to see her like that 
Not to mention my other sister that, like, I just, I don't really have any interactions at all because of, like, the year, like, the age difference. There's, like, almost a nine, ten-year age difference that just, like, is there and there's not really much for me to talk about sometimes. Um, I feel like, like, an older cousin at a party. Just, like, there's not really much to say. Um... I mean, I I wish there was. It's just, like, I, I really don't... I can't muster the courage sometimes just to talk to her about anything. Because, I don't know. I just... I just don't... I, I really wish I could. It's just... Sometimes, like, I have to have my other sister involved just to get the other one maybe talking to me. Or unless she asks something from me. I don't know. Not really much I can do besides that. I mean, I I should talk to her, but it's just very awkward for me. Um, I don't know where to transition from that per se. Um, I mean, I'm just trying to sleep as much as I can, cause with the thoughts that like replay in my mind it's not too pleasant to really talk about but it it's definitely fading more usual than usual now that I, I've kind of like situated things in a way where I don't really think about it as much where I just put my phone far away from me so I'm not looking at things online or trying to do things stupid you know so I am happy about that and I'm proud of myself for going the extra mile and trying to make changes in my life but I I do have my slip ups like me gaining weight again tonight and like doing a binge because I didn't eat all day and it's my fault and I should know better because I, I know that not eating at all is bad for trying to lose weight because it just makes me want to binge more sometimes. Um, but yeah, I, I I can be impatient when it comes to weight. Look, I, I want to look my best. I want to prove to myself that I can get down to that weight because I know I can and... I've done it before and I was depressed too at that time and I lost a lot of weight and I I was I looked really good and I figured myself out and at that time I should say and I I I looked at peak performance and I slipped up again when I got to college and gained a lot of weight from 50 pounds the first year and then slowly like stalemating for a bit and then gaining another couple pounds and now I'm stalemating and now I'm starting to lose it so I'm around like the 270 range as opposed to like the largest I've ever gotten was maybe 283, 284 and I I, I can't press any higher than that because I I feel miserable having all this weight on and 
I just want to feel healthy again and feel good and have that confidence up. And I'll watch these like fat to fit videos. I'd, I'd recommend that for people who want to lose weight, which talks about um, this guy who wanted to make a show about what he did for one of his clients because after years of failing some of his overweight clients, he decided that there was something wrong with him and like the way he was trying to approach these fitness trainings and like that kind of thing so he went on his own journey of gaining weight so he would gain I think 40 to 50 pounds for one of his clients and then he would feel what they were feeling as someone was obese so he would get this feeling of like what he could do and empathize with his client on like what they can't do and what they don't feel comfortable doing so then it became like this bonding experience where they would lose it together like as a brother or sister and just like we're together as one as friends and just really work at it until they reach their goals which I think is awesome um I currently don't have that or I don't really see at the moment to really do that with uh, I mean, my sister wants to lose weight, but she definitely doesn't really feel comfortable with doing that, which is all her. And that's her own little journey, and I don't know what her therapist would think about that and see. Um, but I definitely would love to have, like, someone I could lose weight with and maybe build off of. Like, my old roommate, I, I always, like, bantered to him and, like, tried to get something going, but I didn't because I was so busy trying to do things and be in a relationship and that kind of thing you know the deal um you get lost in that um but now that I'm like just with myself I I really just want to like practice and self-discipline again tomorrow so I just have to be resilient and I have to be patient because I know it's not going to be a short journey it's going to take months and even when I lost weight for the first time, my first time around, it took almost a year to really get, like, the shape I wanted. So I know that it's it's going to have to take some time to get what I desire. But it, I know it's worth doing as opposed to looking at myself in the mirror after eating chicken parm or whatever I felt like eating and feeling like shit that that temporary pleasure that makes you feel good and makes you feel great and you're like oh I'm the king of the world but then you you look at yourself in the mirror and you see the pudge and you feel the weight and you feel how lethargic you feel and how shitty you think of yourself as a person your self-confidence drops like it's just devastating on the soul and the mind and the way you think. So I I always try to think positive even when I'm feeling like crap, especially on a day like this. I know that I can always talk on here to make me feel better about myself and explain to others that you're not alone and I have a voice out there, and I'm hoping anyone that listens to it, I know you could fucking do this. I know if you have a weight problem and 
you've talked to doctors or talked to a therapist or psychologist about your weight loss and your weight journey, I think it's it's going to help you a lot as well and get some confidence back that you feel like wasn't there before. Because watching these videos of people from that fat to fit show and like trainers who literally gained 50 to 60 pounds within four months uh, would lose all that weight again and then get the the body they desired and then to watch the growth and the development and the evolution of someone who complained and made excuses on like the slightest tasks really get into the groove and get diligent with all their chores and their tasks and their work and then their workouts and just like eventually they didn't complain anymore because they were addicted they were hooked they were really into it and it really helps that it gives them this feeling that they won't forget for the rest of their lives and watching these women and men and other like just come together and just support each other it, it was very powerful to watch and especially when the the client that's trying to lose weight and is obese finally hits their goal weight or hits at the point where like they're so low they never thought they would be there before and you get to see the unveil, unveiling like this graduation and their families there to watch and see them grow into this new person that they are and the new lifestyle. It's incredible. And then they, you like you, your jaw fucking drops like the every person that got onto that show. I would watch my jaw drop. There was a guy who was at least uh 380 pounds and he dropped to I think maybe 232 to 220 and he looked stupendous he looked amazing he he was rocking his shirt he had a new haircut new style and like he was just popping off like I was really proud of him I was really proud of the trainer like getting this new part of their own journey especially for trainers who are always fit and never experienced like the weight gain and like experienced part of their lives of like going out and like trying to find balance between their own time and I also realized like how being obese really affects your relationship too with like being lethargic and not as motivated to be with your partner whether it was like from um, just like intimacy and like sex and just like there, there's like a disconnect between you and your children too especially if you're like you're a father or mother trying your best to really be a good example or like someone to look up to for your kids and just be there and be energized for the day it's not always there for people who are like gaining weight and um, trying to lose it so I, I like that the fitters you got like the, the fitters the fitness trainers got to feel what it was like to gain that weight and feel like addicted to food you know like it, it's very fascinating to me because then as you watch the show you get to see the excuses that play back in your mind from 
oh, I should snack on this. Oh, I should shouldn't I shouldn't snack on that or oh, I wouldn't mind that. Oh, it's just a it's just a birthday or it it's just like the the all you do is just make excuses for yourself to eat whether you're happy, sad, mad, angry, depressed, like every fucking emotion that the human mind is capable of doing and feeling you're eating so like what even in boredom like you just eat because you're you're eating because there's nothing else to do and it's going to be difficult especially being in a pandemic like i found myself wanting to go out the gym more than ever but then i'm not at gym because i don't want to get infected by like anything with the the I don't know, like, with the gym before, because, like, even with the gym before, like, I, I didn't want to go out because I was not motivated, I wasn't getting my shit in gear, and I, and the, the ironic part is, like, I was trying to get my shit in gear until, at school, until I had to leave, and then I went back to really fat tendencies, um, which I fucking regret, because... I feel like I would be losing more weight and I would have been in a better place right now if I really just took myself seriously and got into the place where I'm at um, without a boot up my ass telling me that what I did was wrong, you know? Sometimes you got to reiterate with yourself and say that, like, you got to get this shit done, you got to do what you need to do, and you got to be mature about it because there's no one else going to be there for you to tell you to stop eating this food you know you can have a doctor there you can have your best friend there you can have your family your loved one your supporter anyone at the end of the day it's your choice to make this decision you're the one who made yourself chubby or obese or fat like you can also add dna and genetics to it and that's completely fine like that's uncontrollable but what you can control is certain foods that you can eat and cannot eat. And that's just fact. Like, I, I, I have to, you just, you can't be in denial of that. Like, as I watch these shows, I, I realize how gross some of the habits I have are. From just endlessly eating stuff out of boredom to not even checking the fucking calorie count on the back of the box. Like, you have to keep everything in consideration and if you want to keep your body safe. And this is for my life, too. Literally, one of the fitness traders on the show had, for the first time ever, had to be put on blood, like, medication. Like, like heart medication because he had high blood pressure because of his weight gain and how it fluctuated. Which is like so fucking scary because he wasn't even that old. He was like, I believe, 28, almost 30, and he had to go on blood pressure medication. And I'm only 21. <laughs> and I, I can't even imagine like being assigned that, but I weigh more than what that guy weighed. And I hope to God that I don't have to have to feel that pain because I'd like there would be sometimes I would have scares where my heart would like raise up from paranoia or anxiety sometimes and from exercising and 
or even just laying down one day like I like sometimes when I lay down like my heart will just like feel this press against the front of my chest and then it'll stop I'll drink some water and I'll try to relax but shit like that's scary and I, I really don't want to like suffer a heart attack or a blood clot in my my heart so I'm trying my best to walk every day despite this fucking nor'easter outside um in the colder weather so once the storm goes away and like I feel comfortable walking um on some streets that are icy covered I feel like it's gonna make a difference again and with some of my weight loss I definitely been slacking a little bit but I, I worked out like just a tiny bit just to get some pump on um, despite not having huge amount of heavy weights, the, the weights I have, like, suffice for now, just to get, like, the right amount of gains with the right amount of reps, so, yeah, um, we're definitely reaching near the end of the podcast, but I'm trying to think of, like, a final wrap-up of anything that's on my mind, or at the moment, Nothing's really, like, gravitating yet or picked on. Um, I think we're a big thing. Um, is there anything? Because if, there, if there's, like, nothing coming to mind, um, I'll probably just wrap it up now, but... Yeah. Uh, I mean, I talked about my art. I talked about my... That kind of thing. I mean, I gotta just try to discuss with my parents that I need therapy, which is a little weird to say right now out loud, but I know my sister is taking one, and I'm hoping that my sister also helps me find one besides me researching on my own. Um, I might have to do that, though, just to get a better understanding of, like, what I would want, because I definitely would want a female therapist as opposed to a male. There's just, like, the, I don't know, it just doesn't sit, sit right with me to have a male therapist for some reason. And hopefully, like, a woman of color, too, because, like, I don't know, I just, like, I feel a lot more comfortable with women of color talking to me, and... I don't know. It's just there's an honesty and candid candidness, I guess it's not a word, no, probably not. They're more candid with their feelings and I don't know. It it makes me feel appreciated and you know, I feel like I'm being listened to. But yeah. Alright, it's the fifty nine minute mark. I'm definitely gonna wrap it up now or so. Um, I appreciate everybody that's been listening to this. Um, thank you for, even if it's just one listener to two listeners, thank you for, like, just taking the time to listen to the whole show, and I appreciate everything you do, and I hope that this gets bigger, and maybe I can make more possibility to come out of this. 
and I will try to make a social media account and an email and hopefully like something to get going. And I will see you guys on the flip side. Um, if you're out there listening to this, you know who you are. I, I hope you're okay. I miss you and have a good night. Be safe.